Hello, this is longtime Milwaukee radio personality Steve Pallack. Stand by, your next episode is queued up. The on air light is lit. It's season five of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. I'm Chris Byer, as always, with Jim Martin. Good Hello. evening, Jim. Good evening, Chris. Tonight is a special episode. We yep. got special episodes every now and then. Every now and then we do, yep. Usually involving sports. Right. But right. this is maybe this a time? sport of a different nature, which is politics. Indeed. Yeah, we don't usually bring politics up on the show, but this is kind of an exception. No, we, mm-hmm. we're not supposed to talk politics or religion. Right, right. I've got this pastor that might come on. I don't, oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay, so good, maybe, good. Yeah. Maybe we'll you talk. should have brought him on tonight. Just get them both out of the way yeah, right away. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll talk uh, the meaning <laughs> of life at some point. But we're going to talk elections tonight. What I think is funny, every election cycle, they say the same thing, and I don't know how it's possible. They always say, this is the most important election of our lifetime. Right. It's true. That happens every time, right? Statistically, how is that possible? I don't know. And this, you know, just... Things keep getting worse and worse, and you know it's like we just always top ourselves yeah. with each election. I don't know. Maybe back in like 1884, Grover Cleveland, you know, when that midterm came up, this right. is the most important one. This is the most important one, Andrew Jackson. Well, yeah. that probably was important. I don't know. <laughs> what if the most important election of your lifetime happened when you're like 18 or 20? What a letdown. Yeah, right. You peak early. <laughs> the rest you know, of your life. Like, ah, like I'm like, not going to vote. And, and, and are people going to tell you like this election? Yeah. If you're watching a game and it's a bad matchup, the announcers, they always try and jazz it up to make it sound like you're watching an important game. Oh, yeah, game. sure, sure. So I wonder yeah. if pundits, if they see a bad election coming, do they still talk it up just so that you're interested? Just get people to watch. Right. Right. They want the viewership sky high, <laughs> right? Yeah. Privately, they're turning next to the guy, this one sucks. This is terrible. This yeah, is, this, this is, is going to be, th- yeah. This is the least important election of their lifetime. Right. <laughs> Exactly. And everybody knows it. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Nobody's saying it. No, no nobody's saying nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They get the memo from the boss. Don't tell the people. Right. But right. we're going to try and make tonight's podcast very interesting because after all, it is the most important election of our lifetime. Of our lifetime, right. And yeah. you should be listening to this podcast every week. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't know what you're going to miss if you don't. Right. We might talk politics on why not labeled politics. You miss out. Right, exactly. Yeah, we're not going to label it. No, we're not going to label it. Talking politics. Yeah, no. Tonight we will. But call this most important election of our lifetime. That's a long title. How about the most important podcast of your lifetime? Ah, How about that? Also long, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. For tonight's podcast, we brought in local pundit Chad Honer. He founded a website called greenstateyellowstate.com. We'd like to welcome Chad Honer to the podcast. Welcome, Chad. Good evening, gentlemen. Thanks for having me tonight. Thanks for being here, Chad. We appreciate it. No problem. My pleasure. Looking forward to hearing your insight into this. Let's just start with some just general insights. Let's give that uh, bird's eye view. What do you call it, Jim? The 50,000 50, foot yeah. view. Yeah, Certainly. Just- we'll start with the simple stuff. We'll set a nice foundation to build off of as we talk the rest of the races Sound, this evening. Sounds good. So, good foundation. Perfect. Perfect. So, as you may or may not know, Congress, the legislative branch of our government, is divided in two halves, the Senate and the House of Representatives. Now, in the Senate, you have two senators per state. We have 50 states, so some quick math. Works out to 100 senators total. Mm-hmm. Little known quirk about the Senate for you guys. The vice president, currently Joe Biden's vice president, gets to vote if there's a tie. That uh, probably never happens, but it's a cool little fact. Uh, actually, Chad, I think that's kind of an important thing. Yeah. Moving on. The other body, 
It's called the House of Representatives, which going forward, I'll call the House just to make it easier for your listeners. Mm -hmm. And it's made up of a lot of people. The amount of representatives that go to each state has something to do with the population of that state and other factors that are far too complicated to explain in a general information podcast like this. Sure. I hope that doesn't get too wonky. Well, uh, yeah. So, um, that's great. That's a good 50,000 foot yeah. view, right? Let's get a little more specific yeah, but here I now. Think, yeah, I think yeah. we want to get into, let's get into some specific races. Mm. We'll start with the House. So at this point, polling indicates that the Republicans can flip control of the House. Mm-hmm. But there could be a few bumps along the way in their quest to wrest control from Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. Okay. Mm-hmm. One very interesting race is for the delegate that will represent North Dakota. Currently, Kelly Armstrong occupies that seat, but I've come to learn that he is at large. So far, the deep dive that I've done hasn't shown what crime he's accused of, but I have to assume that he is on the run. Since he's a Republican from a Western state, we have to assume that he's armed and dangerous. And if that's the case, Bismarck, I would lock your doors. Yeah, Chad, um, I just had, sorry, I have to interrupt for, for just a second. I think, I think you misunderstand the word at large, the term. So in this particular instance, it doesn't mean he's on the run from the law. It means that the population of North Dakota is so low that they only get one representative. So when that happens, the delegate is referred to as at large, meaning, which just means they, they cover the whole state. Moving on. Next, I'll talk about the hotly contested race in New Hampshire's 10th district. Uh, Chad, um, Honestly, I don't think New Hampshire is large enough to have 10 districts. Uh, where in the state is this 10th district located? Chris, that district is largely comprised of sections of Newark and Jersey City. No, uh, Newark is in New Jersey. Uh, I think you probably mean the 10th district of New Jersey is what you mean, not New Hampshire. No, I'm pretty confident that Newark is in New Hampshire. Well, okay. Well, how about Jersey City? There, there certainly isn't a Jersey City, New Hampshire. Moving on, I'd like to talk about the 5th district in Florida. <laughs> The incumbent, Jeff Wilson, is what they call an election denier. That means he refuses to hold a vote in his district. So I'm assuming that means he will hold his seat unless federal officials force him to hold an election. If this works, look for other people to try this strategy. Um, Chad, I, sorry, I have to interrupt you just for a second again. Um, I think the term election denier actually refers to someone that thinks there were election irregularities uh, in the in the 2020 election. Jim, I'm going to have to deny that. So you're an election denier. Denier? Denier. Moving on to the 3rd District in Missouri. (laughs) The incumbent Democrat Gerald Mander is facing tough opposition from his Republican opponent, former Olympic powerlifter Helen Rogers. Mander is being hit with hard accusations of being afraid of a strong woman and redistricting irregularities. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So the candidate's name is Jerry Mander? Yes. Is that right? I think you might want to check on that one. I think you got to check Jim, it again. I'm pretty confident. Here at Green State, Yellow State, we have our finger on the pulse of all 230 congressional races. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's still I just moving on to the Senate. Check on that. In <laughs> Iowa, we have longtime incumbent, 96 year old Chuck Grassley, facing an upstart Democratic opponent, the 88 year old Steve Anderson. Upstart. Now, Mr. Anderson claims he has new ideas from a younger generation that will energize America. Grassley has attacked the octogenarian Anderson for his lack of experience, pointing out his measly 60 years of public service. Measly 60 years. That's quite a few. Grassley says he's seen it all and will be ready to make the tough decisions when you get that call that wakes you up at 8 p.m. Look for him to make a presidential bid in 2028. When asked for comment, Anderson couldn't be reached because it was 3.30 in the afternoon and he was having dinner. So you're saying Grassley's going to be 102 
When Moving on. Sorry. Next, we go to our home state of Wisconsin, where wow. we have the incumbent Ron Johnson against the Democratic challenger Mandela Barnes. I have learned that both are too extreme and too dangerous for Wisconsin. Chad, it sounds like you're getting a lot of that information from a lot of the TV ads. No. I've done extensive research. Barnes is for mandatory weekly COVID boosters, and oh, Johnson sure. wants big oil to be in charge of women's health care. It's clear that both are too radical for Wisconsin, and I would look to a third-party candidate to surprise us here. Who, who's that going to be? Look who's... for an October surprise in November. <laughs> what does that mean? Moving on. Oh, Let's go to Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. Where we, we have a race between Democrat John Fetterman and his doctor, Republican Dr. Oz. This got really interesting about four months ago when Fetterman had a stroke. And some blame Dr. Oz and are claiming malpractice. Wait, I... Are you sure about this? Dr. Oz is citing doctor-patient confidentiality and won't talk about Fetterman's case. I think this all comes down to Fetterman's next appointment with Dr. Oz, where the good doctor will make the determination whether Fetterman is medically fit to run for office. Chad, I don't think anything of what you're saying is true. I'm pretty plugged in politically, Chris, and I understand your skepticism, but I've checked and Dr. Oz is in network. However, the deductibles and the copays do apply. But Dr. Oz isn't Fetterman's doctor. Moving on. Let's not forget about key governor's races. The most interesting races are in our two island states, Hawaii and Rhode Island. In Hawaii, the incumbent retired, leaving an open race between three candidates, a Democrat, a Republican, and a third-party candidate from the resurgent Whig Party, the great-great-great-granddaughter of Aaron Burr, Aaron Burr. I'm picking Burr in November. Do you think Alexander Hamilton's great-great-great-granddaughter is safe? Moving on! And lastly, <laughs> I'd like to talk about the archipelago of Rhode Island. That's archipelago. Whatever. Rhode Island might be our tiniest state, but it has two senators just like Puerto Rico does. One seat is being contested, that being the junior seat. Junior the Democrat Tim Morgan Jr. is taking on the Republican. Hmm. Son of departed NFL standout Junior Seau, Junior Seau, Junior. These are races and names that I have not heard anybody else talking about. This is why you brought me on for my political expertise. I think, Chad, I think it's possible you had a, some type of head injury that you don't realize. And that's what makes this election season so interesting. That it does. Well, I'd like to thank our resident expert, Chad Horner. Gentlemen, thanks for having me on. Unique insights. Very, To very say the unique. least. You can't get these insights anywhere else. You can't get this anywhere I don't else. think you can. Only at uh, baitandswitchpodcast.com. That's right. It's a website that... GreenStateYellowState.com. All right. Pulling's up to the minute. Okay. Okay. In all the races. Well, thanks again for stopping by. Our special yeah. midterms edition. That's GreenStateYellowState.com. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> thanks, Chad. Thanks for having me, guys. I look forward to talking to you back in 24. All right. Moving on. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch Podcast when we talk with Shorewest Realtor Beth Jaworski. You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch Podcast. Spread the word.